Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24:15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing in our series called The Supernatural. Let me read to you John chapter 6, verses 32 through 33. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. And we've been discussing how when Jesus fed the 5,000 with five loaves and two fish, they were seeking him and following him, because they wanted to continually receive free meals. They really didn't want him, who's the true bread of life. They wanted a loaf of bread. There's a big difference between the natural and the supernatural. As we ended yesterday, Jesus explained it well in his discourse with Nicodemus. John chapter 3, verses 6 through 8, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who's born of the Spirit. In this scripture, we need to notice that which is born of the Spirit is a capital S, and is Spirit is a small s. In the original Greek, both words are pneuma, P-N-E-U-M-A. The purpose of the capitalization in the English translation is to differentiate between the Spirit of God and the Spirit of Man. Spirit of God being capital S and Spirit of Man being small s. This makes total sense because we're created in his image as it states in Genesis 1, 26 through 27. But another important thing to notice about the Spirit is you can hear it but cannot tell where it comes from or where it goes. It's much like the wind. You know it's there. You can see it affecting the natural world. You can even feel it. However, you cannot see it. If we based our faith solely on what we can see, then we must conclude that air does not exist. Well, so it is with the supernatural power of God. If you only use your natural eyes to determine truth, you will never arrive in the realm of the spirit where truth originates. Like our picture, the five loaves and two small fish. Why, that's impossible to feed 5,000 people, but in the supernatural power of God, it did. So just try to explain being born again with math, history, and science. It cannot be done. This is because it's a higher truth, one that is above, beyond, and supersedes the natural. As a matter of fact, the best translation of the term born again is born from above. If we're going to live in the realm of the supernatural power of God, we're going to have to understand and believe that which is flesh is flesh and that which is spirit is spirit. So 
everything we see is not made by what we see. Everything that we can see is made by what we cannot see. The whole world, the stars, the earth, the trees, the plants, everything we see came from the supernatural power of God. And it manifested in our natural world and became what it is. This is why we don't worship the tree. We worship God who made the tree. Jesus continued in his discourse to Nicodemus in verse 5. He said, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Born of water stands for our natural birth and born of the spirit stands for our spiritual birth from above. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, this is not something that can be seen with the naked eye. This principle is the same for healing, deliverance, wisdom, redemption, sanctification, and righteousness. You see, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, as it says in Hebrews 11, 1 through 3. The second half of Hebrews 11:3 says, the things which are seen are not made of things which are visible. That's literally mind-blowing. In other words, your mind will most likely struggle with this truth and need to be renewed by the word of God. Romans 12:2 says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And the word scholarly, S-C-H-O-L-A-R-L-Y. It means to be concerned with academic learning and research. Trust me, I'm not against earthly wisdom, but earthly wisdom will never bring you eternal life. Paul discovered this in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 through 14. I'm going to read the whole discourse. It's excellent. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of our rulers of this age knew, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him, but God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit, capital S there, <laughs> for the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of man except the Spirit of the man which is in him? And that Spirit's with a small s. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. And that's a Spirit with a capital S. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the capital S, spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know him, because they are spiritually discerned. Wow, what a discourse. 
the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. The things of the Spirit are foolishness to the natural man because they're spiritually discerned. This is why when Jesus told the crowd he was the bread of life, it went completely over their head. Can you see it? When you can imagine the picture of the five loaves and two fish, do you see enough for 5,000 people to eat? If not, then you'll have to fight the crowd to get one of the loaves, just one of the loaves. The fish? Oh boy, what a mess. The eyes of faith. Yes, faith can see. It is vision and revelation that comes from the word of God. Proverbs 29:18 talks about these eyes of faith. It says, where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. And Ephesians 1.18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Personally, I want to be a scholar in the supernatural, that which is of the spirit. Sure, I need a loaf of bread, but I need Jesus, his power, and his supernatural abilities will provide my daily needs. Listen to John six thirty-two through 33 again. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. And that is Jesus Christ. Let's compare the natural and the supernatural worlds. You see, there is both the natural healing of man and the supernatural healing of God. There is both the natural forgiveness of man and the supernatural forgiveness of God. There is both the natural joy of man and the supernatural joy of God. There is both the natural peace of man and the supernatural peace of God. There is both the natural righteousness of man and the supernatural righteousness of God. There is both the natural justice of man and the supernatural justice of God. There is both the natural judgment of man and the supernatural judgment of God. There is both the natural marriage of man and the supernatural marriage of God. There is both the natural patience of man and the supernatural patience of God. And there's both the natural will of man and the supernatural will of God. There's both the natural goodness of man and the supernatural goodness of God. There is both the natural wisdom of man and the supernatural wisdom of God. There is both the natural sanctification of man and the supernatural sanctification of God. And there's both the natural redemption of man and the supernatural redemption of God. There is both the natural provision of man and the supernatural provision of God. There is both the natural knowledge of man and the supernatural knowledge of God. There is both the natural vision of man and the supernatural vision of God. The natural universe of man and the supernatural universe of God. The natural kingdom of man and the supernatural kingdom of God. The natural happiness of man and the supernatural happiness of God. The natural contentment of man and the supernatural contentment of God the natural word of man and the supernatural word of God, the natural laws of man and the supernatural laws of God, the natural life of man and the supernatural life of God, the natural faith of man and the supernatural faith of God, the natural hope of man and the supernatural hope of God, and here's a good one, the natural love of man and then the supernatural love of God. 
The five loaves and the two fish came from the natural universe of man. The feeding of the 5,000 came from the supernatural universe of God. The natural universe of man actually came from the supernatural universe of God. God is the creator, not the creation. He is over and above. He is supernatural. If you are born again, you are supernatural. Life on earth is natural. Eternal life in heaven is supernatural. And here's Galatians 4.31 in the Amplified Version. So, brethren, we who are born again are not children of a slave woman, the natural, but of the free, the supernatural. To die is natural. To be raised from the dead is supernatural. Wow. Are we looking for a natural loaf of bread? Or do we really want the supernatural bread of life, which is Jesus Christ, who brings provision, healing, deliverance, health, wholeness, joy, salvation, eternal life, forgiveness, redemption, joy, peace. I don't know about you, but I'm looking for the bread of heaven. Thank God that I received him as my Lord and Savior. And since I did, my whole natural world has changed forever. Well, it's time to go. Come back tomorrow, same time, same place. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.